Welcome to the Review Crew. With Fran and Emma. What's up, reviewers? It's your co-host, Fran, toddler mom, millennial, a master baker, co-host of this podcast, the Review Crew. And it's Emma, the other co-host, aspiring minimalist, New Yorker, ready to rock and roll, 20 and a half weeks pregnant. Damn, dude, that's so pregnant. Dude, thank you. <laughs> thank so you. Pregnant. I do feel like it felt like a step reaching 20. Yeah, dude, that's big. That's big. Yeah, exciting. Belly getting big, baby getting big. Yeah, I'm still, yeah. I'm still like, can people tell? Can people tell? You never know. Dude, you sent a selfie recently and like you definitely look pregnant. <laughs> like 100%. Great. I'm excited. I'm excited. There will always be someone who can't tell. I remember that. It like, I think at the time, like multiple people <laughs> at my job knew I was pregnant. Like I, I wasn't keeping it a secret anymore. I didn't want to like, I had like told my boss basically when I told her, I'm like, it's not like terrible people find out, but I'm like, not like actively talking about it all the time yet mm-hmm. so it sort of slowly started disseminating and this one guy I feel like he didn't find out I was pregnant until I was like hella pregnant like and then he was like wait are you pregnant what and I'm just like <laughs> yeah dude like I'm not just gaining weight only on my front belly right now <laughs> <laughs> that's the fear is that they just like wow she's really gaining weight just in her stomach yeah, most people don't assume that, but uh, you never know. You get some people who just have uh, have sh- just don't don't get it, and that's fine. That's fine. Very true, dude. I have something powerful. I'm so excited to discuss with you because we watched a, a movie last night. Guess what we watched? Um, you watched uh, Lord of the Rings. False, but I've already seen those. But we did watch Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I almost guessed that because I know it just came out for, I forget where it just came out for free streaming. My friend was telling me, but um, but then I was like, certainly not. Certainly not. Okay. I cannot wait to talk about this. Tell me all your thoughts. Did you love it? Did you hate it? Did you think it, it was, was fun? Adrian loved it. It was fun. It was definitely funny. Which I appreciated. I feel like it was I, a great romp. It was a great romp. I honestly was like, Hugh Grant loved that he was like an evil character because that's <laughs> what he's born to play. Yes, exactly. But very unexpected to see him in like this like fantasy type movie. <laughs> I know. I was so like charmed by the casting choices. Yeah. Dude, um, and I will say, I feel like the person who played Serafina, like the Red Witch or whatever, yeah. or Red Wizard. Mm-hmm. so scary so yeah. <laughs> extremely good extremely good yeah I feel like I was looking her up and she plays also like other evil fantasy characters like <laughs> that is like sounded like her speciality so did you know that about this red wizard thing like before like is that a thing um it wasn't when it like could I have conjured that in my mind like beforehand or known about it like no I'm not that into the D&D world and lore that I would have been like obviously it's this thing but I was mm-hmm. like oh this sounds all like vaguely familiar like and I, I don't know of like I don't know how much it's just like well wizard cults death cults that sounds like a familiar trope in D&D or if this is like an actual thing that I've heard of um, yeah but yeah like a little like it sounded familiar but I didn't like no no it's just like oh yeah this is normal D stuff that's so funny yeah there were so many terms i just like did not know at all like i had like i didn't know that a red wizard was like a bad wizard like did you like did you know that um no i wouldn't have immediately put that together no no and i did like the, the whole like person that can train to animals that she was called like a make shape or something i was like what the fuck i've never heard of this <laughs> um something like that it was like change shape yeah make make shape i don't (laughs) don't remember that term coming up (laughs) or anything catching my attention related to that because she's just like a druid that's the thing that druids do yeah i didn't remember (laughs) that i don't remember (laughs) Uh, oh but i I feel like they do oh go ahead no you tell me oh i was just i feel like they do a good job of like if you play D&D, a lot of stuff is familiar and you've heard of it before. But I feel like it's like they don't, they're not trying to teach you about D&D in it, but they're also not 
assuming that you know everything. Like, everything's pretty, like, easy to grasp immediately, you know? And what I really appreciated was it did definitely capture the essence of, like, playing D&D with other people who don't really know what they're doing. And it's, like, mm-hmm. like, like the sorcerer guy. I really related to the sorcerer boy <laughs> who was just kind of, like, no, you can't, like, magic everything. And, like, <laughs> anyway, I loved it. I loved that and that is what I realized playing like some person who could do spells I just want to I want to share I want to share a little bit with the class with the reviewers um <laughs> our first D&D experience where I tried to DM for the first time and Emma was a first time player along with I think two other first time players and then another friend of mine who'd played a little bit um, and I just want to tell everyone this instance that happened, which is that I gave them a little puzzle called having there be a locked door. Um, <laughs> and the immediate response of the party was, well, I guess we turn around. <laughs> is there not another door somewhere else that's already open instead of trying to do anything at all to open a locked door? Um, and that was a 10 out of 10 for me. Um, 10 out of 10 shocking. 10 out of 10 so funny um did have to coax you a little bit to be like do you want to try and knock the door down or something and it was um a perfect dnd moment that i loved i loved that it was great the, yeah um what i didn't like about dnd it was stopping every five seconds to have a fight <laughs> i did love the story i did love the story yeah i mean it was a it was a struggle for me and that one i was my first time dming so i didn't really know what i was doing and i also didn't dedicate much time to it because i think what did we started playing did we start doing this while i was pregnant or did we start while sylvia was born yeah it definitely happened while sylvia was born maybe started in pregnancy it was, yeah. seemed like a lot i was definitely not putting any time into the story so i was kind of making up stuff as i went but not in a way where like but i have the greater picture in mind and then it was just uh how do i delay this because you reached part of the story that i'd come up with so far and i have no plans you uh, know it was a rousing success was when we played that like honey bear game Oh yeah, we played the what was what's it's that one shot the heist the honey heist honey heist that was great yeah for anyone who is wants to get into role playing games play honey heist it's so fun I don't think we followed even some of the rules on like the one page of rules um but that was super fun we should do that again sometime yeah I would do honey heist anytime um okay back to the D and D movie. And things that it captured of like, yeah, I really enjoyed the sorcerer talking about how that's not how magic works. And I also, I think I basically knew that I was going to be into the movie when like we're in the very beginning. Um, And they're in the room. They're like going to be, their fate will be determined because they're like in jail. And they're Mm -hmm. going before like whatever, the council or whatever, who will determine whether or not they can be freed or whether or not they'll stay and they'll be sentenced for longer. Um, they just keep pausing because they are hoping this one judge will be there, Jonathan. <laughs> um, and it was such an absolute delight to me that the plan was not like because he'll be sympathetic or is a friend of theirs, but just because he's an Aracocra, which is like a giant bird person, and that they were going to. If for, they don't, if you haven't seen the movie, this is just spoiling the first joke. So just like skip ahead fifteen seconds, but then they just climb on him and throw out the window so that he'll like fly them down. And I felt like that was just such a good D&D plan, which is, like, you might think that you're going to, like, I feel like you go into D&D thinking that you're going to come up with, like, really good plans. You're going to outsmart stuff and you're going to, like, figure out political dynamics and, like, you might have, like, this really interesting story. But it's, like, actually what you do most of the time is just sort of, like, brute force your way through situations and, like, try and, like, your plan ends up being what if we jump out a window holding a bird person yeah um that was extremely good and i loved that that was a 10 out of 10 beginning of the movie for me that was very good that was very good i think it captures a lot of the joy yeah do you have any other what are your other thoughts i mean the ending i saw i i like literally a second before i said to adrian i was like this is what he's gonna do and then it happened but i kind of i was kind of sad about it but why are we sad yeah. about it like he, he okay spoiler yeah. spoiler spoiler yeah jump ahead but um like the fact that he didn't bring back like the mom i know i know <laughs> yeah that like, was why? devastating but also so good because and i mean you know 
the other one had been the mom for so much longer. She was oh, it's so sad. powerful. That yeah. Powerful. powerful, deeply sad. I felt yeah, I felt like that was good. I felt like it was good of like like and I think that that's something else that this movie balances really well is because it's like I feel like a lot of like especially like a goofy fantasy story because this is so goofy. Um, you have a lot of like predictable things that happen and I feel like it also can just be so corny and I feel like this movie really got a nice balance of being like corny and predictable but also like surprising and like poignant at different times like I think it really it does that well of like it never strays too far into either category like it's not trying to be too self-serious but it's also taking itself seriously enough that it's not just like like, I just, like, don't need everything to be, like, tongue-in-cheek and ironic and sarcastic and not taking itself seriously. Like, earnestness actually goes pretty far with me these days. Um, it is true. But I didn't cry. And I will say it's very easy to make me cry these days. Well. The movie yeah. with the movie. I don't know. So how do you how do you rate the movie overall? I give it a 7.5. I think it's funny. Enjoyable. Oh, sorry. I just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what do you give it? Um, I think I <laughs> when I first reviewed it, I was like, "This is a ten out of 10. <laughs> and to me, in the category is in the category of movie that it is, which is a D and D movie, like it high, like extreme fantasy, silly movie. I do kind of feel like it's a ten out of ten. In the world of movies in general, I think seven point five is solid. Of just like very like super fun, super silly. Does that have a lot of rewatch value? Probably not. But I think most people would enjoy watching it at least once. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like if you're someone that has any interest in D&D at all, um, it's like a nice little like, here's like kind of some stuff that you might do. Except for imagine it taking a lot longer. Yeah. <laughs> and you doing a lot more basic math badly throughout <laughs> and spend a lot of time looking through your spell cards. And rolling those dice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But rolling the dice is fun. That is fun. Yeah, it's a good part. Dude, speaking of this, actually transitions to something I wanted to review. Mm -hmm. um, which is, I've been, so there's this D&D podcast that I used to listen to all the time called Not Another D&D Podcast, which is honestly, mm -hmm. it's like a 10 out of 10 D&D podcast. It's everyone, the four players um, who regularly do it are, like, they all started out their careers working for college humor. It's like how they all know each other. So they're all just, like, very funny um which is basically all i'm interested in is funny things um so they're super silly but basically i don't really listen to a ton of podcasts that much anymore especially anything that has a dedicated story where i have to follow it so like large pauses are not great so i've kind of i haven't been listening to like any of their recent campaigns but something i do listen to still of theirs occasionally when i just need a random podcast to listen to is their episodes called D, &D court that they do as like an extra <laughs> thing where players write in and basically ask them to weigh in on like arguments they've had like dm versus it's usually like the dm versus the players but sometimes it's like a player versus another player and like was this person in the wrong or was i in the wrong to do this action mm -hmm. and it's so fucking funny it is the funniest thing i've ever heard i love listening to it it just brings me a lot of joy i did the dishes the other day just listening to dnd court while steven was putting sylvia to bed and it's a fucking I, i'm gonna call it I'm going to call it an 8 out of 10 because you definitely need to play D&D &D for it to be very funny. I think, that, <laughs> I think that you can, I think you can appreciate the humor. I've tried to force Steven to listen to it while we're like on in the car and I'm wanting to listen to an episode and he'll find some of it funny. So you don't have to be a D&D &D player, but definitely it's like, I feel like if you play D&D, &D, it's like a 10 um, just because people have extremely funny arguments and do extremely weird shit while they play games. And I love to hear about it. I love to hear about it. it's 10. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do I have anything? No, I haven't been listening to any good podcasts lately, just the classics. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Okay. <laughs> I have been eating carnitas. I made carnitas on Friday night and then had them for lunch Saturday, Sunday. How many times have you eaten carnitas in the last two-week period? <laughs> I... So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 
and then we got them twice the weekend before. Oh, shit. Because <laughs> I, <was, laughs> I was just listening to our podcast that just came out, and you were talking about having just had carnitas and then wanting to get them the second day in a row. It's so good. Carnitas it's is so good. good. And I love the perfect combination of just carnitas, onion, lime, cilantro. I forgot to get cilantro, so I had to leave mm. that out. But, like, that's a perfect combination. Like, I'm a person who loves yeah. sour cream. I love salsa. I love guac. But it's, like, mm-hmm. you just – you can't even taint it with that. Yeah. It's so perfect. Yeah. It's, like, the pork is just so fatty and rich. And, like, I like when it's, like, you know, you get your fatty pieces and you also get your super crispy pieces um, because yeah. you're frying it. And then it's just, like, the onion and the lime just cut through the fat to make it, like, so good. What I will say uh-huh. is not great for my acid reflux. Mm. but worth it and i'm now armed with pepsid pepsid i'd like to review please it is a 10 out of 10 over-the-counter drug (laughs) yes that i love i love my doctor recommended this and it's just it works so much better than tums people it works so much better than Mm -hmm. tums it lasts like freaking 12 hours 12 to 24 hours basically yeah um which is crazy Mm mm-hmm and uh, so I love that. And it was funny. Like, yeah, I was having a conversation with Adrian about like, I think we were filling out, we were filling out our pregnancy journals. Like he has like a dad one, which is so cute. And I have like Aww. a mom one. And I, he was like, I was like, I don't know, cravings came up. And I was like, well, you know what I'm craving. And he was like, no, I literally have no idea. And I was like, bring carnita. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's been it. I love that. I love his not recognition. He's just like, this is just normal. (laughs) It's because it like is normal. It's just like a little bit more, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, it's not crazy to have carnitas once a week because they are so good. Or even like have them twice in a week because you're just like, fuck, it's so good. But then to have it twice in a row, one weekend, and then three times in a row the next (laughs) week is actually a little more than normal. That is a lot. That is a lot. Not too much, I would say. Definitely not too much. No. But it's a lot. It's a good, it's a, it's a healthy amount. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, exactly. maybe I should, we were going to make rice and beans tonight. Maybe I should go buy a fucking pork shoulder. Oh, it's so good. Okay. I wanted to buy pork shoulder at um, Costco and mm-hmm. I could only get like 30 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I was like, Jesus. I know. It's like Costco has, at least like for the city that I'm in, has the best deals on meat and also some of the better quality I feel mm-hmm. like uh, yeah. there's not a lot of options for like there's not a lot of good butchers around here there's not a lot of good options like even our local like our closest Safeway it's like they almost exclusively have like pre-packaged meat and just like very not a lot of selections very annoying to me Um, but yeah but like I also really can't buy Costco meat because it is like you have to buy huge amounts my friends my like I talked to my coworker about where he buys meat my um the the head chef yeah I was like what do you fucking do but he has like a deep freezer like he has like a mm. freezer in his um house and he does buy his meat at Costco and it's like he goes buys a fuck ton of meat at Costco and then he butchers everything at home and he uses his fucking he has one of those uh what do you call it like where you seal it like the within the a vacuum sealer yeah. yeah vacuum sealer and vacuum seals all his cuts and then puts it into wow. a deep freezer and i'm just like dude you are just like committed to the chef's life and i respect yeah I that respect. is cool it like is- that would be cool to be married to that person <laughs> dude right it's like straight up he fucking works all day at work cooking and then like he also has like this big ass family and a big ass like community of friends that are basically his extended family um and his girlfriend also has a big ass family and i just feel like he like i remember this was like around thanksgiving last year of he was hosting thanksgiving so not only were we like doing all of this prep work for thanksgiving meals that we like we were selling like turkeys that had been like rubbed with stuff and like sides and stuff that people could pick up so he's like working all this extra hours around thanksgiving and then i'm and then he's talking to me about how on his days off and after work he's like doing all of his prep work he's like because also he's so into his food world he's like i'm building my sauces i'm making my stocks like like a couple weeks out he's like i'm right now i'm working on my stocks i'm buying these bits of like chicken bits and all and like turkey i'm buying the turkey for all my stocks now and then i also have to buy the turkey that i'm gonna roast later and it's like, 
really truly inspiring and i'm like when are we going to be close enough that you're inviting me over <laughs> yeah seriously <laughs> i mean although also he like does this shit at work all the time and then i get to eat that and it's hella good but it does um yeah. it's fun listening to him talk about how he organizes it in his personal life too it's very inspiring to me but then i'm not like I'm not actually knowing enough about that or caring enough about it. So it's hard for me to do. Dude, truly, that was honestly the worst thing about my fridge going down was throwing out delicious stock that I had made. No, I was actually turkey. But I was like, I was so proud of myself for making stock out of kitchen scraps because I don't actually do that that often because I'm fucking lazy. That's a lot. Um, but, like, I've been trying to, like, save scraps more and, like, freeze them. And then I make stock out of them. And I freeze my stock. And I had to throw out, like, different quarts of, like, frozen stock. And I was just, like, my beautiful stocks that I worked on. Except for, you know what? They weren't that beautiful because I'm not very good at it. But whatever. Dude, that's great, though. I'm sure they were beautiful. Did I tell you about when I tried to buy, like, a sipping broth from, like, Whole Foods or whatever? <laughs> I don't remember. Okay, so, like, when I was going through IVF, you know, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, bone broth, bone broth for fertility. Like, you've got yeah. to be bone broth. And I'm yeah. like, okay, perfect, because I like a soup. I love a soup, actually. Yeah. So, when I see these, like, sipping broths at Whole Foods, I'm like, I'm going to pick up a couple. It's like that. It's like some nice yeah. brand I, like, heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I got them in, like, a couple different flavors. One was, like, ooh, Thai flavors with, like, lemongrass and stuff. And, like, mm-hmm. you just are supposed to heat it up and then, like, drink it. Yeah. Um, it was disgusting. <laughs> it tasted so bad. I don't know. It did not taste like soup. I tried like just adding a fuck ton of like salt and like soy sauce to it because it was like completely unsalted. Oh. Um, and I was just like, I actually hate this. <laughs> it's not pleasant. Yeah, I'm like, I feel like you like. Why? Why do people feel the need to like? Well, this is gonna be a healthy soup. So what if I just don't add any salt? And it's like actually. Yeah salt is okay like salt's fine like there are certain people who cannot have a lot of salt and those people should have reduced salt but also the rest of us need to taste food especially a stock that you're sipping yeah instead of just just a broth it needs some flavor yeah that's fucking weird I know that's so weird I should get I need to get back in it's starting I mean like it's like foggy this morning we just had like a heat wave here it was hella hot for a couple weeks and now we're like in the 70s and it's foggy in the morning and I'm just like soup weather and I need to like research how to actually make stock well oh I can't wait to make soup and the tragedy is Mm -hmm. Adrian doesn't love soup he doesn't love soup that doesn't make any sense which is a tragedy, but I love soup so much. Yeah, soup's hella good. This is this is another my head chef dude is so great because sometimes if like people are coming in with colds at work, he just makes he pulls extra stock out of the freezer and will like like he will make like he'll just take chicken stock out of the freezer and he'll heat it up with like ginger and garlic and usually like some fish sauce or something and then just give us like actually delicious broth and it's so good Ooh, that's nice yeah dude fucking king behavior over here <laughs> i'm also like it's it's so funny because it's like normally i'm just like yeah this is my head chef my coworker, super nice whatever i like yeah. working with him or like whatever and then sometimes i'm just like oh you're such a dad so he has like three kids he has three elementary age kids and like and then he'll like do this stuff like he'll be like oh you're sniffling let me just like make this little soup really quick and i'm like oh that's really cute dad but dad activities <laughs> uh, i love i love to see it i love to see it something i made last night is i also made like this hot fudge sauce from new york times that was like with peanut butter so it was peanut butter hot fudge sauce yum it's very good it's very okay. good that yeah. sounds okay is it basically you make a hot fudge then you stir in peanut butter at the end yeah yeah i remember when i was pregnant i really wanted I've talked about my love of peanut butter that has carried on. And then um, I wanted chocolate chip cookies. But I basically, I wanted a chocolate chip cookie and I wanted it to also have peanut butter. But I didn't want peanut butter in it because, like, it changes the texture. Like, I wanted to have my favorite chocolate chip cookie, but I just also needed it to have peanut butter. (laughs) And so I tried a couple different things. And I think my favorite was just make the chocolate chip cookie dough. And then gently stir in a little bit, like, some gobs of peanut butter at the end so it's not, like, fully incorporated, so it's not mm. changing the texture. 
I can't remember if that, I think I liked that better just because that was a little bit easier. But then the other thing I did was scoop all my cookie dough and then just make a little divot in the top and put a small dollop of peanut butter <laughs> in the top of each of my cookies. And that was also pretty good. Um, That's cute. I really, I really enjoyed that. But the peanut butter, so I'm like, because for me, I hear peanut butter, hot fudge sauce. And I'm like, I think I might prefer, like if I'm chopping an ice cream sundae on this, having just peanut butter on it and then the fudge sauce on top of that like I like my chocolate and peanut butter I think to be yeah. separate I like them to be separate entities in the same bite if that makes sense yeah I totally hear that I mean this was a good it was a really good texture mm. I do feel like the classic hot fudge sauce is like the perfect 10 yeah versus yeah. this maybe not but just a variation but it was still yeah. really good but I did remind me of um my childhood best friend growing up had a brother named Storm mm-hmm. shout out to Storm Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing Storm microwaving a little bowl of chocolate chips and peanut butter and just kind of like pouring that on his ice cream. And I was like, what an absolute genius. <laughs> yeah, that is genius. Damn. But yeah, How so did... that's another option. Okay, I want you to rate the idea of chocolate chips and peanut butter melted together on top of ice cream versus your hot fudge peanut butter, your peanut butter hot fudge. So I don't think I actually ever had it. Like, I remember Mm -hmm. seeing him do that, and he was just making it for one. Mm. And I don't know if I tried it myself. Um, I feel like you're going to have to test it so that we can do a full comparison. Because I'm like, even if that is not quite as good, if it's comparable, the ease of just microwaving some chocolate chips and peanut butter would really boost it. Yeah, that is true. Sounds bomb. Okay, rate your (laughs) your peanut butter hot fudge sauce. The Bamber Hot Fudge Sauce was 9 out of 10. It was very delicious. Very good. You put it on vanilla? Of course. Haagen-Dazs vanilla. Mm. And I'd like to just say, Wire Cutter, you know Wire Cutter, right? I'm familiar. They have an article of, like, best vanilla ice cream. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they chose Ben and Jerry's over Haagen-Dazs. <laughs> I was like, that is... I literally cannot trust anything these people say anymore because that is the most insane, insane decision I've ever heard. Hagen Dazs tastes so much better than Ben and Jerry's vanilla. Interesting. Interesting. I feel like Hagen Dazs um, is a little bit denser of an ice cream. Um, like I feel like it's more solid. I think there's more egg yolks in it. It's richer. Yeah, it is richer. It's richer because I think, but I think that some people like a, a more creamy. A more creamy vanilla versus like a denser vanilla. Like you're definitely getting the dense and rich in the Haagen Dazs. I feel like Ben and Jerry's is a little bit creamier, if that makes sense. Mm, perhaps I don't know. I like I I can't have strong feelings. Like those are those are my top two ice cream brands. So like <laughs> I'm not gonna feel sad by either one. And also let me just say this: I'm never fucking buying vanilla. Never buying vanilla, dude. I'm always buying vanilla. <laughs> I yeah. love a hot fudge sundae. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that sounds great. That sounds great. I'm just so rarely, I'm like, I, if I were making hot fudge sundaes, I would maybe go buy some vanilla. But like, in general, I'm not making hot fudge sundaes. I'm just eating straight ice cream and I just want hell of stuff in it. Yeah, I feel you. The I peanut butter you. cup, the peanut butter cup Ben and Jerry's is so fucking good too. That's not my style, but I, I the chunks of peanut butter cup are good. Dude. It's so good. The peanut butter flavored <laughs> ice cream is so good. That's a 10 out of 10 for me. Um, yes, the Hagen dazs chocolate peanut butter. Try that. Your mind is going to be blown. All right. You know what? It's like one of those things where like, so Steve and I haven't bought ice cream in a long time. And then we went to the store and then it was just like, this is so fucking expensive. Maybe I'll never buy ice cream again, actually. Maybe I'll <laughs> never be buying Ben and Jerry's and Hagen dazs again. It is so expensive. I feel like it, it was like on sale for like seven fifty or something for a pint, and I'm just like, excuse me. It's fully like, I don't know. I remember last time buying it at the bodega. It's like fully like eleven dollars. Like they've like jacked it up yeah. so much. It like is like hilarious. I know, and it's like I get it. Like dairy prices have all like gone up. Egg prices have gone up. So like you gotta raise the prices. But I am just like, all right, well. It's maybe I'm like, I don't know. We also like Steven and I have been trying. This is like our health major health move, which is to not actually have ice cream in the house unless we're going to eat all of it right then, because that's what we'll do no matter what. <laughs> um, but we did take a little walk. I think I talked about La Michoacana last when I talked about our refrigerator ba- breaking. Yeah. Did I talk about that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like trying to walk to get ice cream. That's uh, getting a that's cone. Nice. That's enjoyable. 
yeah it's a good summer activity for sure exactly <clears throat> exactly dude i want to make treats so much right now talking about this i've been wanting i've been leaving butter out of my fridge for three days now intending to make cookies um because i wanted it to be room temp and now i'm like it's day three i need to just do this i want shortbread i need shortbread hmm that's nice that's like a that's like a winter treat to me yeah but you know what it's an everyday treat for me (laughs) guess what else i made that was a treat i made jordan marsh's blueberry muffins again Mm. a new york times recipe Mm. so good Mm. so good speaking of leaving butter out room temp Mm -hmm. and then you can just smear some butter on it yeah butter on a hot muffin butter my muffin please (laughs) that's a good 10 out of 10 I remember I used to work with somebody who was in charge of making our biscuits at this. And we had like, it was like this whole, f- our f- the biscuit production at this bakery was like fucking nuts and ridiculous. And the biscuit recipe was like the most obnoxious thing. I've, I I ended up having to take over biscuit duty at some point. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, this is like my whole fucking life for these fucking goddamn biscuits. <laughs> um but anyways, she used to just walk around all the time saying, well, butter my biscuit. And then she did get a pair of underwear that said biscuits across the butt and just like pulled down her pants at work to show everyone. <laughs> and I love the commitment to the biscuit world. 10 out of 10. Um, That's a lot. For the commitment. It was a lot. It was great. Oh. Yeah. Dude, sidebar. I'm still having like vivid dreams of pregnancy. I'm not going to go into it too much, but it's really on my mind because I woke up at 1030, which was 30 minutes before we started recording this episode. Mm -hmm. And I had such an extensive dream about like being on a plane, but it was an immersive Jurassic Park experience. So I was like really scared. (laughs) And I had like five suitcases and like nobody would help me like bring them. Damn. Oh, dreams are crazy during pregnancy, guys. You're in the stress dream phase. It's yeah. weird. It's not like necessarily that stressful. It's just like there's always so much going on and it's like crazy. Mm-hmm. Vivid. Vivid. Your, your brain and body are very busy. I feel like maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's Dude. funny. I really don't have any memory of my dreams being any more vivid during pregnancy than they are just sort of like on the rig. Damn. Do you have vivid dreams regularly? Um, I feel like I go through phases. I've been having vivid dreams lately. I think I told you about one recently where it was like a serial killer had lived in our house before and we kept finding dead bodies in our house and like in our yard. Um, so that was a weird one. Uh, and I don't know. I was having, I know that I was having a vivid dream, um, two nights ago, but I don't remember it because I was woken up really suddenly in the middle of it by Sylvia being like, I want a cup. I want a cup <laughs> with a straw. It was fucking 2.30 in the morning. It's 2.30 in the morning. I have to, my alarm is set for 4 a.m. 2.30 a.m. I want a straw. I want a pink cup. I want a pink cup. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, and she like had been congested. So I'm like, I will get actually get up. And I mean, like, cause we've been trying to not do water at bedtime. So we don't want her to just like have to pee all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, you, your throat's probably, like, hella dry from all the fucking mucus. So, like, I'm going to go get you water. And I brought it to her in just the first cup I found, which is not the cup, the pink cup with a straw. Which I would not have given her anyways, because then she would just spill it everywhere. Because she, like, <laughs> will not sit up to drink water if she is in bed. She continues to lie down. So, it's like, the straw is not, that's not going to do it. Whatever. I bring her a cup, and then she takes a sip of water. A pink cup with a straw. <laughs> pink cup with a straw. And I'm like, you can't have that. You can have this if you want water. Or you can have no water. And she's like, <laughs> And then, I don't know. She had other demands. Oh, she wanted to be changed. She had peed in her pull-ups. And then I, at this point, I just punched Steven. I'm like, I'm sleeping and you need to do this. Nice. Um, and he did. And you know what? I didn't fall Good asleep for a while because I had no. a really vivid dream and then was suddenly wide awake. Uh, and uh, But I did, I know that I felt, I remember I woke up with when my alarm went off. So I did fall asleep at some point, but I think I was probably like, I don't know, I probably got another 45 minutes of sleep in. But you know, speaking of getting sleep in. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that situation, I rate that as five out of 10. It was not that bad as far as Sylvia's nighttime activities and uh but it was very annoying. The next day, uh, not my normal day to work. 
on Sunday. I don't usually work Sundays, but um, covering for a coworker. Uh, I work at five, as I've discussed. Um, so normally I use like the bedtime feature on my phone. So my alarm automatically sets for like the day that I work and I have my alarm set. Um, and mm-hmm. I now have an alarm with sound. I used to always have my alarm <laughs> clock set with just vibrating because I didn't like want to wake up Sylvia. Wow, that is crazy that you could wake up to that. Yeah, and usually I can, but our fan was on, mm. and it wasn't my and I so I just like set my alarms, you know, because I didn't have it on my like auto set thing, and I didn't realize that they were just set to vibrate and not to a sound. Mm. Um. Yeah, I got used to it because of, I mean, also of me waking up at, like, 2 in the morning before when I used to work at 3. I was just like, I don't want to, like, be waking up everybody with sound. I want, I need this to be on vibrate. I don't want Steven to be having to wake up at 2 every day. Um, yeah. Although I should honestly shouldn't have worried because the man truly can sleep through fucking anything and go back <laughs> to sleep immediately. It's shocking. Um, anyways, so they were just on vibrate. So on Sunday, I wake up at 4.56. I so I like I wake up a little bit and I'm like oh it's still dark I feel kind of awake what time is it how much more time do I have that I get sleep I knock my phone off the the fucking side table falls on the floor under the bed like Steven wakes up I'm like sorry I just knocked my shit over he goes back to sleep fishing around under the bed pick up my phone it's fucking 456 my alarm is actively going off it's just my phone has just been vibrating for a fucking hour as I slept an hour past my alarm it's four minutes before my shift starts. And I yeah. just am like, fuck me. Um, so I zip out of bed. I mean, it's fortunate. Like, basically, I always pick put my work clothes out the night before. Because I don't want to be rummaging around the room while Steven and Sylvia are sleeping. I don't want to, like, turn on a light or anything. So yeah. all my shit's laid out. So I get out of bed, brush my fucking teeth, wash my face, put my hair up throw my clothes on, fill up my water bottle. I fucking am at work by 510. Took me less than 15 minutes to <laughs> get all my shit together. Wait, um, what time are you supposed to be there at 5? Yeah. Oh, damn. Not bad. Not bad. And then there's no fucking key in the fucking key box to get inside. <laughs> um, And so then I had to call my boss and figure that out. And I started work at 515. So it was not too bad, given that I slept for like an hour more than I wanted to. And part of me was like, why do I ever get up? That was going to be my question. <laughs> but then it was like, because I didn't dr- eat breakfast or drink any yeah. coffee before work. So then it was like, by the time, luckily, like, well, they brew their first pot of coffee at like seven. And my headache was just starting to start. Like, it was at the very, like, oh, I, I, like it was, I wasn't, I didn't have a headache yet. But I was just starting to feel sort of the tension in my head of like, I've been fucking awake for two hours with no caffeine. And so yeah. I like, as soon as the first front of house person came in, I was just like, as soon as the first pot of coffee is ready, let me know. <laughs> I have not had anything this morning. She was like, oh, it'll be ready in like five minutes. So that like came just in the nick of time. And then it was like time for breakfast and I was fucking starving. Got a- I usually get like, I've talked about my obsession with avocado toast. I've actually not even been doing avocado toast lately because I'm finally like, I've had too much avocado now. <laughs> I'm officially, but I've officially like turned into an avocado um I cannot do this anymore um so I've been getting like eggs and toast and shit like that and this time I just got a fat fucking breakfast burrito absolutely filled with hash browns eggs bacon and avocado covered in their chilaquiles sauce oh Mm. my god so good um and ate the whole thing it was it was amazing but it was a, a little like I mean, 10 out of 10 to getting an extra hour of sleep on accident. That was kind of nice. Um, yeah. 2 out of 10 to the feeling of looking at your clock and it being four minutes where your shift starts and you're still in bed. Very stressful. Very stressful. Um, and 10 out of 10 to eating breakfast burritos. Oh, like, yeah. That yeah. is a 10. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what's not a 10 of breakfast? Mm-hmm. Is a meal prep. Let me tell you my meal prepping experience. Yeah, tell me about that. So I've been like kind of anti-meal prep because I don't like leftovers are not like my favorite thing ever. Like, you know, when it's like you pre-portion like little meals in like containers and you're like microwaving it or whatever. Like that. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Haven't really tried it mm-hmm. um, because I'm kind of a food snob. Mm-hmm. But 
watched a YouTube video. I was like, I need easy breakfast for work now that I'm going back to work because um, I'm starving in the morning and I yeah, can't dude. just like have a yogurt or something. Like yeah. I need like a full meal. Yeah. Um. So watched a YouTube video on easy breakfasts to meal prep, and then I was just like, I'm doing this. So decided to make sausage and egg like on an English muffin with mm-hmm. a slice of cheddar chicken sausage patty and then you like make some scrambled eggs in like a big nine by 13 you like cut it into squares or whatever mm-hmm. put a piece of cheese English muffin wrap it up freeze it and Tom's your uncle or whatever <laughs> Bob's your uncle I <laughs> you know I love that you said Tom's your uncle because I do have an uncle Tom and not an uncle Bob so I really I feel like you tailored that just for me <laughs> <laughs> there you go um so I was super stoked for this. I made like obviously I went to Costco before and I made, made like a thousand of these. Yes. Um it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it the sounds egg. good. It sounds good. All right, tell me how are you reheating this? In the microwave, because who else has time for anything else? I don't have a toaster oven. Yeah, I'm like it's I feel like you gotta this has gotta be a toaster oven situation. But this is the problem. So the English muffin's fine, the cheese obviously delightful, the sausage delightful. The egg, it's because I was going off a YouTube video and not, like, a chef's, like, recipe, mm-hmm. I feel like, is um, these eggs were overcooked to hell. Like, they are the most, like, dry, rubber, not the texture of eggs. <laughs> um, so I'm actually thinking I'm going to, like, pull them apart and just take the sausage out and, like... Yeah. Use the sausage for other purposes. <laughs> yeah. Um, about it. All right. Rate rate the rate the sandwich as a whole, and then rate the egg separately. The sandwich as a whole is like a four. Is it and edible to you with the egg in it? No, I have to take the egg out to eat it. <laughs> yeah. And um, the other thing is the process of making these like sounded very very simple, but I think it was also combined with my grumpy pregnancy state. This was extremely, like, not enjoyable for me to make. To wrap each one in, like... Because they said to do um wax paper, which I didn't have. I used parchment and then foil. Yeah. Oh, that was such a pain in the ass. Yeah. That yeah. was very annoying. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Fuck that. So it was actually... It was not pleasant. Yeah. I, do you want to hear what my meal... My breakfast yes. prep was for pregnancy? Because, yeah, I never... I never was a big meal prepper before because, like, I was just fucking living my life and not yeah. needing to eat, like, a thousand calories for breakfast. <laughs> uh, but I needed that in pregnancy. And this, I will say that I don't even know that I would recommend doing this. I'd recommend doing this because it was easy and it was a lot of food. It was very filling. But it was not particularly enjoyable to eat. I just fully committed <laughs> to doing it because I was like, this is the only thing that is, like, sustaining me right now. Let's hear it. Which I would make. I would buy steel cut oats. Nice. And I would make, like, enough where I, I would do a serving size. I would, see, I was working, like, I would do it for my five days of work and then make whatever I want on the weekends, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would make enough steel cut oats for five days, like, whatever their recommended serving size was. I would add five servings of fruit. So maybe that would be five apples or like two pears and three apples or whatever, Mm -hmm. or like a couple cups of blueberries and a couple apples. I would cook that in with the oats. I added extra chia seeds to it also. And then at the end, after I cooked all of it, I would stir in like a half a cup at least of peanut butter into the oat sludge so this is i made a huge <laughs> vat of steel cut oats filled a chock-a-block with fruit and peanut butter and chia seeds and oats i'm trying to remember if i put anything else in it i think that that's what it was and then i would reheat a serving size of my oats and i would usually if i had fresh berries i would top with more berries obviously milk yeah. and then brown sugar and I would eat that. And sometimes I would cook it in water. Sometimes I would cook it all in milk. Sometimes I would cook it all in oat milk, sort of depending on what I had on hand in mm-hmm. excess. Um, and I just ate that. Or I would cut up a banana. I would put a banana on top of it. So it was basically yeah. I was getting a full serving of fruit, a full serving of oatmeal, extra chia seeds, extra peanut butter, 
and whatever else more fruit that I was adding on top of it and that is what I ate every day before work that's not a bad idea as long as you're putting like toppings on it I feel like that would be good yeah there's just something of just like here's my slop like that yeah. is it, it's it's giving slop to make yeah. a huge fat like to reheat oatmeal <laughs> I'm like and I really feel like you gotta do it with steel cut or the texture would probably be like absolutely fucking disgusting yeah um but like for me it was like I didn't especially because of the early hours I was working mm-hmm. the idea of having to even make quick oats in the morning for myself was like too, too much work I couldn't do that I needed something that I could like reheat immediately yeah um but I feel like if I were I would maybe just like prep a bunch of f- cut up fruit or something I would make it day up if I were to do it now with like five minute oats now that my schedule is different but I don't know it's kind of nice to do the thing and so I would just do that because I was working on start my first day of my work week was Wednesday so every mm-hmm. Tuesday I would make a giant thing of oatmeal and I would usually try and make like a huge amount of pasta that I would then eat for lunch every day so then I could just be pulling from my pasta pulling from my oats for my meals and then I would also usually make Steven cut up a bunch of carrots and celery that I would Ooh. bring bring bags of that with peanut butter that I could have as snacks. <laughs> You're such snacks. a peanut butter fiend. <laughs> Dude, I was eating so much peanut butter. It was a shocking amount of fucking peanut butter I went through while I was pregnant. It's honestly like, thank, like I didn't have the Costco membership at that point and basically grocery outlet saved my life by always having peanut butter stuff. <laughs> that's really cute because when you were saying carrots and celery i'm like oh yeah with like some ranch dressing or something no <laughs> no peanut butter i mean the carrots i did not dip in the peanut butter to clarify it just the celery um carrots and peanut butter sounds weird to me <laughs> yeah but uh yeah so much so much peanut butter but you know what it's great it's a legume it's fatty delightful everybody should yeah very health very health i mean whatever it's so good that's the main thing um yeah I feel like my sister's done those like little eggs where you bake them in like muffin cups where you put like eggs and cut yeah. up like bacon or stuff too I don't That's know if you nice. could try that yeah I could try I- that I'm f- afraid now for the cooking meal prepping eggs though because it like fucked up so bad yeah I feel like if you're meal prepping I don't know it doesn't sound I don't know I mean I also know like I will eat cold leftover like frittata so Oof. I'm like how is that different I think what it was is it was too thin like she was saying to do 10 eggs and then I think she actually added more stuff like she added milk and I never add milk to my eggs Mm -hmm. and she added like a bunch of like ingredients like she was like I have onion I have peppers or like stuff stuff that I didn't necessarily have on hand so I was just like I'm just gonna do eggs and like I think I put in some like scallions and so then it was just like too thin yeah that's and so yeah yeah Yeah, I feel like you especially need to be adding fat and stuff because they've made big hotel pans of eggs for like catering things at my job Mm -hmm. I remember this was actually hella good and I highly recommend so I think they mix their eggs I feel like they add milk and maybe even a little bit of oil and salt and pepper and they Mm -hmm. poured that into hotel pans and then they um which is like big baking pans Mm -hmm. um and then absolutely covered it in shredded cheddar cheese and then baked (laughs) that um and I was like, this looks disgusting. And then I tasted some of the extra and I was like, this is delicious cheese egg. But I feel like mm-hmm. you got to be adding extra fat into it if you're going to bake it or it would definitely yeah, be just like egg rubber. Yeah. Yeah. Should play around with it. Yeah. Or just make a giant vat of oats. Yeah. Or like just eat my leftover dinner because honestly – that's like ideal for breakfast. you can do that I know it's funny to me you're that you don't do leftovers because it is just like if Steven and I didn't I don't know what how we would cook if we were to cook a new meal multiple nights a week like so we do sometimes I do the blapron for four you know so then you have it the next night too and that's good I need to have it available that I can have it for dinner the next night and that Steven can take it for lunch for like three days like that's the quantity of food we need that's a huge quantity. Yeah, dude. We make huge vats of beans and rice and dal and more rice. And this is how we live our lives. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what we do. Um, I love this very food-centered episode we've had. Yeah. <laughs> you have any do you want to do any other are there any other small small food reviews you want to do before we, we close it out? Um no 
God, I tried <laughs> leaning to the side. I'm like still in bed, but I was sitting up and now I'm like leaning and I'm like, I feel the acid reflux just from my one little yogurt drink. I'm obsessed with drinkable yogurt. That, I uh, mean, delightful, healthful, yeah. wonderful. It's great. But anyway, so that's my review there. Oh, dude, I would also add like a cup of yogurt into my oatmeal also. Sorry, nice. bring that. <laughs> there were even more things. Dude, I should make like a smoothie with yogurt. It sounds good. Yeah, dude, it's the fucking best. I'm probably going to, I haven't eaten breakfast yet. I'm probably going to get up and make a smoothie. Did I say already on the pod that I've been prepping pitchers of iced tea, which is very satisfying? Ooh, I don't know that you've talked about that. I've been doing that. It's great. I go through it so fast. So, because I still, depending on the day or time of day, I still have the freaking aversion to water where it just like tastes really bad. Mm-hmm. So having the iced tea is great. It's perfect. <sighs> it's perfect. And it's so good. Yeah. Good for you. Delicious. Steven's been making, we got it. I think we got it at like, what is it? Ranch 99. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a Asian food store. Oh, yeah, I know it. I know it. Um, they we got a bag of barley tea and you make big pitchers of iced barley tea and it's like really fucking good 10 out of 10 to barley tea that tastes that sounds crazy it's really delightfully nutty i feel like i'm always looking for teas that are not black tea that give me some of the satisfaction of black tea and that's why i like my roasted dandelion that's why i like my barley tea because there's something just like very like rich about them and I don't always want the caffeine, you know, so I like to have my herbal. I never herb. want this for caffeine. I'm always going for fruit tea because of herbal. Mm-hmm. 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 You got to try some roasted dandelion, dude. I feel like you made it for me or something. I don't know. Maybe. It sounds like a thing. It, that's, it's definitely, I can't, I don't know that I, uh, no, I'm sure it would be good iced too. It would be good iced. I always have it hot though. It know. sounds like a weed. I mean, it's dandelion. <laughs> It, that is a weed <laughs> exactly okay <laughs> interesting point interesting point uh all right well then let's close it out or wait rate your iced teas the iced tea so what i do sorry quickly <laughs> yeah you boil the little water you steep you know some f- fruit tea bags and mm-hmm. then you put that in the pitcher and then you boil some what's it called frozen fruit with water mm-hmm. maybe add some sugar too to the tea anyway and um it's really good you strain that strain that and it's nice very fruity. all right i was thinking you were buying like bags of like fruity fruity iced teas we're actually adding frozen fruit to it yeah very interesting very cool i've never tried that that sounds good really good honestly it is good all right well um i'll have to try that I hope you come up, let us, let us keep us updated on your meal prepping, how that goes, how future egg experiments go to make <laughs> a delicious egg. I'm like, maybe you should just make a fucking hard boiled egg and just put mashed hard boiled egg on it. Honestly, Slice and I it. love hard boiled eggs. I should really just meal prep hard boiled eggs and yeah. like vinegar. Oh, God, that would be bad for the reflex, huh? But that would be delicious. Um, put cupy mayo on it. Oh, that would be good. That feels a little bit like um, Arrest Development, you know, when she's like a mayonnaise. <laughs> a mayonnaise. <laughs> and you know what? Maybe it turns out like we thought that was a joke, but actually that's genius. <laughs> oh, yeah. A hard-boiled egg is a good idea, though. Yeah, so good. All right, dude. Enjoy your week. Your 10 out of 10 reviewers. Your 10s. Get at us. What's up with you? What are you you fucking doing? Tell us about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And I bid you adieu. Have a good Labor Day. Bye. Bye. Bye.